Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. All right, let's talk to Dan McTague, president of Canadians for Affordable Energy. And uh, so I just spoke, to, uh, Dan, thanks for coming on. I Good just uh, spoke to Tom Olson, the president, CEO of the Canadian Energy Centre. You're very familiar with them. And so I want to talk to you about what's going on in uh, in Canada with our energy. We're into the winter. I got an interesting uh, uh, response on Twitter, by the way. So to heat our homes, we're still paying the carbon tax. I thought that was kind of clever. <laughs> but so uh, did I get this from you? Between 2021 and 2030, gasoline costs associated with the federal carbon tax are expected to rise from 8.8 .8 cents per liter to 39.6 pence percent? That's correct. I got that from you, right? And that's only one carbon tax. The other carbon tax will add, well, if I'm looking at the B.C. numbers, the B.C. low carbon uh, fuel standard uh, credit monthly report works out to about 17 cents a litre plus HST once the federal government unwinds or begins that process in 2022 of uh, applying that second carbon tax. So, so if uh, Mr. Trudeau were on this program with you right now, I, I'd, like to, I'd like to moderate that, by the way. If yep. you were on this program with you right now, <laughs> What would his argument be to suspect to 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 to, to uh, support his view? Well, I think it would be that he has received a mandate to do that. There isn't a single party in the House of Commons that opposes this, and it's all fun, uh, I guess, for Mr. Trudeau to be able to make those statements. But the reality is, Canadians haven't really understood how bad this is going to start to hit them. They're starting to see it in food Tell prices. Us. They're certainly starting to see it in energy prices. So uh, ultimately, I think a seventy cent a liter, sixty cent a liter increase in taxes alone for average Canadians over the course of the next seven or eight years. Uh, won't just make gasoline and diesel and all the other products we use unaffordable. It'll also make electric vehicles unaffordable since they're mostly made uh, and processed and uh, given to us uh, with the blessings of fossil fuels. So uh, all around, uh, he's uh, creating an inflationary spiral that I think will cause most politicians in the next election to uh, put it very bluntly, since I spent 18 years there, smarten up. So look, look if if the renewables industry um, or industries were all in place, if the renewables infrastructure were all in place and working optimally, we might be able to talk about doing this about just you know closing down on uh, on uh, on fossil fuels. But they aren't. Well, they aren't. No, but, you know, and I came from. A I said might. With, yeah. Well, might. I came from a riding that had the first major renewable commercial viable. Uh, Output uh, nuclear reactors. We've been we've been using them for well over half a century in Canada uh, on a commercial basis. We've used hydroelectric just down the street from where you are, where I am, uh, Roy. Uh, uh, you know, whether it's Quebec or whether it's uh, the Adam Beck at uh, Niagara Falls, this is nothing new. What is important uh, is not to go too far away, too ahead, of, too far ahead of ourselves. When our European friends now, because they've turned their back too quickly mm -hmm. on fossil fuels and things like, for instance, natural gas are now paying 50, 60, 70 cents a kilowatt hour. What does that mean? Well, if you're here in Ontario, that's a four times increase or a fourfold increase or a fourfold payment for what you're paying now. I think you get a pretty good idea of what uh, is uh, down the road for renewables. We're not there yet, and the technology isn't there yet, nor is the science apparently. But uh, look, we have to have a mix, and I think those those are things we that are worthy of pursuing. But in of themselves, I'm sorry, uh, we should continue to look at all forms of pollution and all sorts of efficiency uh, in uh, in energy, and I yeah. think uh, your previous guest yeah. pointed out, look at yeah. the cleanliness 
of the uh, uh, of the oil and gas sector in Canada, not just what it provides to maintain the economic momentum and our standard of living and affordability for just about everything. Let's look at the record. It's very clean, and there is no other country in the world that has the ESG standards, uh, standards that we have in Canada. Here's something to uh, just keep in mind. I came across this purely by accident. Yesterday, I was cleaning out some old files from uh, previous shows, and I came came across this. Now, this goes back to about 2015, but the information is that hydro rates, and this is just arbitrarily, they chose to, 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 to Ontario, well, to Ontario cities because of what Kathleen Wynne and her, um, and her yep. government put in place. Hydro rates in Toronto and Ottawa rose 80% between 2004 and 2014. So in 10 years, the hydro rates in those two cities rose 80%. Incredible. And, and the province and every taxpayer now has to pay six and a half billion bucks. That's what's going on the on the on the books as a result of uh, the need for the provincial government to really shield people from the uh, ridiculousness of the Green Energy Act. So anybody who thinks it's a free lunch or that's going to create all sorts of jobs is absolutely delusional and dishonest. And if it were to go back to your original question, if it was Justin Trudeau presenting that to me, I think the facts would simply point out that he's wrong, dead wrong, and we're likely not only to lead to economic to economic dislocation. We may very well see tensions with this, within this country that will lead to constitutional dislocation. The Federation is very weak right now, and it's going to get weaker when our financial balance book is finally demonstrated to every Canadian to be in a, a really rather sad and very pathetic state as a result of this government. I spoke yesterday with uh, Yves Giroux, the parliamentary budget officer, who pointed out uh, that governments are now in a position where they are going to spend on what they want rather than what uh, Canadians need. So, so they, I mean, this Correct. is the parliamentary budget officer. And spending money we haven't got. Uh, well, that's true. That's, yeah, that's true, too. We don't have that kind of money. Just go to, uh, what is it, well, Canadian no, Taxpayers right? Federation debt clock. Yeah. That'll tell you yeah. where we are. Next year at this time, when gasoline is up 20 to 25%, and this is a prediction, I'm going to be putting this in paper at the beginning of the year, gasoline diesel is up 25% compared yeah. to the highest price we've seen this year. So look okay. for an average of 160 to 165 and ditto for diesel right. and, of course, uh, natural gas. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.